You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides, your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode 145, Guardian Games 2022. I am your host for this episode, and my name is Orchid. And I am Elemist. And joining once again, it's Rendell. Holy crap, Holy Holy tonight. who did you get here? Shit. Who let you in the building? I got here the little bit after you two did. You were already what? in the chat, and I just slid on in. Oh, God, so slippery. Oh, you were behind me. That's why I didn't see you. Oh, yeah, it happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have some podcast info for you uh, while you guys figure out how Rindle snuck in. Um, we encourage feedback. It can be sent to us on Twitter at guardians <laughs> underscore lore. Uh, you can tweet at me at hey, it's Orchid. You can tweet at Elmist at I underscore am underscore Elmist. Or you can tweet at Rindle if you want to talk to him at Rindle Zivas. Uh, you can send us an email at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com my cat food feeder is distributing cat food and it sounds like a pulse rifle uh, <laughs> you can leave us a review wherever you can find the podcast cat it's food a, dispenser by suros apparently it, it's bluetooth and it just like it's on a timer and it just like it distributes cat food um yeah, you can leave a review wherever you can find the podcast, even Spotify. Actually, a five-star review would really help us. So uh, if you have the time, that would be really great. Thank you so much. Um, you can also find us in our Discord at discord.gg slash lorehub. Uh, there is also a link in the description for this podcast, but honestly, it's just easier to stick it in uh, the browser. If you'd also like to, to support the podcast, you can visit ko-fi.com slash guardians underscore lore. Every little bit helps. Thank you so much. We've had a lot of really generous guardians. So thank you. All of the money comes out of Elma's pocket, but because of all of you, we don't have to pay out of our own pockets for a while. So thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Thank, thank you. you so much. It, it, genuinely uh there are other things that have gone on with that as well that have made my job as an editor significantly easier so thank you thank you all yeah we had <laughs> one uh very generous guardian that allowed us to uh buy uh adobe audition for rendall so yep yay so thank you it has granted me unlimited power calm down palpatine oh my god <laughs> that's you probably heard like an uptick in the quality of our episodes because of that actually you can also find our info on the lorenetwork.com alongside many impressive lore content creators i believe we are still there eh, close enough nope, we're definitely still there close enough we're definitely still there shut up i mean yeah probably well, i don't know i haven't checked but i'm still an admin so i'm gonna say that we're still there i'd assume as such Worst, yeah. worst case scenario, yeah. you just add us back. Like, pff, yeah, whatever. It's true. <laughs> I, this, at this time, I have unlimited power. So. Now, now, yeah, now who's emulating Palpatine, huh? 
I do use tickle fingers like on a fairly regular basis. So if anything, like I am the Palpatine of this conversation. <laughs> no, but you're our pal, so that makes you pal palpatine. Pal palpatine? Yeah, our pal our pal palpatine. Well, I have way better skin than palpatine does, so I mean I look better than Palpatine. What is even happening? <laughs> I don't know. It's Guardian Games. Our brains have turned to mush. This week at Guardians right. of Lore, I'm taking control of this conversation. Shut up. Um, it's going to be more than 20 minutes, so get fucked, Rindle. Uh Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Mm. I'm not your mom. So there's that. Thanks. I know people like to call me Otter Mom. I'm not your mom. I'm, I can be Otter Mom, though, I guess. No, you you just start yelling at the otters to clean their rooms. That that's all. Yeah, yeah. Otter den, clean your otter den. I'm not going to clean it for you. <laughs> Pretty much. So wait, isn't that you just yelling at us to make sure that the Discord stays civil? Or pretty much. Yeah, actually, that's usually how it works out. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. I rule the Discord with my tickle fingers. <laughs> And, you know, otter pictures. So, yeah, pretty much. And when yeah. we are not ticklish, she just beats us over the head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Accurate. So here's some more gun stuff in the TWAB this week. Because 9,000 words weren't enough, apparently. Oh, my God. At least they cleared up a bunch of things. Because if you're, like, a super gun nut, then you know all of these terms already. Because you probably listened to Massive Breakdown. I'm not a regular listener. I'm starting to be because their podcast is really good. But oh my gosh, there's like so much stuff in the TWAB that I don't understand. <laughs> and like right. them trying to clear up terms made me more confused. So I'm just like, why are you saying words? I don't know what these mean. I'm too smooth brain to understand. Gun things. So if you understand what they mean, could you let me know at guardians underscore lore or at hey it's orchid? <laughs> could you explain it? Guys at Massive Breakdown that don't listen to this podcast and never will because we don't exist, could you let me know what it means? <laughs> I mean Aside from gu point gun at enemy, pull trigger and gun goes pew pew. There are like cones and like points and numbers and like scalars and things and like i know what those mean in physics but when it comes to applying those to how guns work in video games i'm like i can't make that leap i just know how it works in physics i don't know how it works in physics in game so i'm just like i don't know i don't know and i'm pretty smooth brain about it so i have no clue <laughs> by and large i just know this gun feels good that's what i like to use right yep right but they're like this has like 2.4 percent whatever scalar thing with the cone and it does the whoosh and i'm like i don't know what you just said at me but apparently that's important to like is that literally how it goes point, it does the thing with the percent of the population no i just made that up obviously that's old. chris proctor <laughs> would never be that indelicate about anything <laughs> i pull trigger it goes pew pew i like the sound <laughs> any of this works i'm just like super confused <laughs> i pulled so, the trigger it goes pew pew it has revolving cylinder rendell is happy 
Oh my god, I don't know how any of it works. I'm just, I am so confused. And like, I honestly feel like they're like, this is gonna definitely help people, like, be more. They they're gonna know more about what all this means. No, I'm <laughs> so confused. <laughs> I don't understand. Did it help you guys at all? Like, I'm assuming you read it, I, or did you just like? I. S- yeah i did too Mm -hmm. and i was like i i'm gonna have to sit down and read this like for two hours to figure it all out so i i was not about that life right now (laughs) i did see there are a couple things that i do want to note the full auto change the full auto setting is coming it didn't make it into season 17 or 18 and it's targeted for season 19 so they did mention that in here so it's coming. It's just still going to be a mod for a couple more seasons. I think it just took a little bit to actually get into the change to actually go into the game itself. Mm. I like that it said, why are there no sidearm changes? Sidearms are a niche pick. So why are you trying to make them a thing, Bungie? Stop it. Because they're a niche pick and they deserve love, too. Do they? Because they don't. <coughs> It says, sidearms are a niche pick, but when used by players who favor them, they're extremely strong. We want to see how the reduction in effective range of shotguns and fusion rifles affects their strength before making any changes and may look at them in a future season. I think the the niche pick for them is that a lot of people at Bungie use them and like not a lot of players outside of that use them. Mm. And they're trying to make them a thing. I swear to God, like 10% of the population uses them. And you've got all the, the big streamers who slap them on just to, to have fun with them. And they end up doing videos yeah. about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, I could see it, but yeah, just not for me. Well, maybe with the exception of Forerunner, but that is a very fringe Forerunner case. was supposed to be a hand cannon, and then they changed it into a sidearm. Like within the game itself, it's still listed as a hand cannon. Like this, this is <laughs> this is your personal loophole for being okay with <laughs> using it. Also, it's a Halo gun. I'm okay with using it because it's a Halo gun. <laughs> this is my loophole for using Forerunner all the time. Whatever mental gymnastics you have to do in order to use it, that's fine. <laughs> it's a green brick sidearm. It's like Ariana's vow being like a sniper rifle hand cannon. <laughs> like it's stupid. And and that's you know? that's actually a trend that I've seen is the fact that like it's guns not being the guns they're supposed to be. Yes. Like it that that's what we're getting exotic wise honestly for the last 2 years. It, like getting a machine gun that's actually a rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or a kinetic fusion rifle, or, you know, a a sidearm that is also part fusion rifle. So, like, yeah, I, I, I see that being the trend. I just think it's really interesting that even Symmetry has two different firing modes, which a lot of guns don't have. So even that gun is, like, very niche. Also, you could kill your teammates with it, and I miss being able to do that. 
I mean, because if there's one thing that Orchid knows how to do, it's team killing. Yeah, team killing is one of my favorite things to do in Halo. Right. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was playing um, Halo ODST with Sassy, and so we finished that on Legendary in less than three hours. Damn. The whole campaign and found all of the audio files for Sadie's story. Which is so good. Damn. Like that messes me up like real bad. That hardcore messed me up like my my heart. So the alternate ending was really good. When <laughs> when you play with uh, Sass, it's just team killing like all the way up and down. <laughs> it's just betrayal after betrayal. So all we did was like betray each other the entire time. And then when we went into Reach after that, Reach has a screen that says that like this player betrayed you. Do you want to kick them? <laughs> 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 and then I'm like, no, because then they can't rejoin you. Or if they if you want them to rejoin you, you have to like restart the mission. And Reach missions are super long and annoying. Oh God, yes, they are. I mean, they're good, but... I mean, Jesus. Reach is really good. But, like, some of them... They're good, but some of them are super annoying. So... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one thing that, that was covered in the TWAB that I actually want to cover, they announced... And this was on a previous TWAB, um, but they were just reiterating that the element caps for the weapon crafting had been increased... And with the new season coming up, they're doing away with all the individual ones, so it's only going to be a neutral element. Mm. And then starting in Season 17, you will have the ability to achieve the masterworked look for crafted weapons. To get your gold border on legendary crafted weapons, you will need to have an intrinsic or an enhanced intrinsic perk and two enhanced trait perks. Crafted exotics will require a catalyst to be inserted. Hmm. Interesting. So have you gotten a lot of use out of uh, weapon crafting or have you kind of ignored it since they made the announcement that they're switching to only neutral elements? Because I know a lot of people have been kind of sitting on stuff and have not been crafting. I had kind of ignored it before then. I feel like once they make the change, I'm going to be paying a lot more attention to uh, what I might be able to do with that table. I mean, again, as I experiment with different things um i think the most i've done is with the i think it's the enigma that glaive that you get yeah uh when you initially open that up um so just i've been playing around with some different configurations so i imagine that just the ability to have that whole system simplified and being able to do that with a wide array of guns without having to worry about just like the minutia of all these different elements would just make things so much more pleasant. And I've I've crafted maybe three weapons that I use regularly. Aside from that, I've been unlocking the weapons and then just sitting on it because it's a weapon that I am not really having fun using. So why am I going to go craft it? Or it's one that I want to make sure that like I have the right role for me, but I don't know what perks are going to be good. So I'm not going to go and waste a ton of of resources to figure that out. I don't really blame you, honestly. My partner's been doing a lot of raid weapon crafting, actually, because he's been running the raid a lot. 
And so he's been trying to craft raid weapons or adept raid weapons, or he's been trying to get adept raid weapons and craft normal raid weapons. Yep, that's exactly how it works. And and I'm like, that that seems like a lot of work when they're just going to change it in like three <laughs> weeks. Like, why would you do this? <laughs> and he's like, I have a method. Like, no question. I'm like, all right. Well, and, I'm, I'm not going to. Well, and, and unlocking. <laughs> Apparently it's for like perks. It's specific perks, like in unlocking the weapon in right. order to do it. Right. He's really just looking at you going, it keeps the goblins asleep. <laughs> it's apparently it's so you can have like a really powerful weapon next season to then be working on the weapon that's going to be broken the season after and like anticipate it. Maybe mm. it's always like looking at the next season and like anticipating it knowing like okay if this season is what it is this season the next season it's probably going to be that and so it's crafting the weapon now that is going to be broken and like mm. looking at what they're doing and like looking down the line and so it's kind of like that that makes sense so it's it's anticipating and thinking about it and looking towards like the future and what you think they're going to do and i guess some people are playing like the longer game with weapon crafting. I can guarantee that's not me. Yeah. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm getting pretty good drops on like normal guns. So I'm not touching weapon crafting at all because I just don't have the time in my day to spend hours grinding and whatever. I'm finally like at Pinnacle. So I'm like, yay, I can finally do stuff three weeks before the end of the season. Nope. <laughs> so I have other stuff I need to do in my life. I don't have time. Hell, I just got my third character to Pinnacle. To Pinnacle Cap. I haven't done the campaign on my other... I haven't done it on my Hunter or my Titan yet. And I probably will, just not this season. Yeah, I've started the... I'm doing the campaign on my uh, Titan and my Warlock on Legendary. So I know it's going to take a while. <laughs> it's fun, though. Sounds it. So that brings us into Guardian Games. Are you having fun doing that? <laughs> to be honest, I logged in one day, mm -hmm. did a little bit of grinding, and I, for some reason, this season, I'm actually able to get myself into that mindset of like, if I don't enjoy this, why am I doing it? So like, I still have a lot of triumphs that I haven't done for this season that are actually going to be going away. Um, I haven't Gilded Conqueror. I haven't done any of that. I looked at Guardian Games and I was like, I only see myself really doing this one triumph just because I want the shader. And even though it does not look as good as some of the others. So like, I'm not doing Guardian Games. I I just, I don't care enough. I mean, it's... Oh, it's yeah. I mean, if you're not <sighs> enjoying it, don't do it. I mean, simple as that. Yeah. Well, and, and the problem is that it's still just bounty the event. It's just they change the name of what the bounty is. Yeah, I... My end of things, I'm just so far beyond caring. I put up a thing on Twitter, and I stand by this. As someone who, quote-unquote, suffered crushing defeat at the hands of Titans in the first year this happened then triumphantly rose from the ashes as a hunter 
the second time around. I say let's just let the Warlocks win. That way we have a win for each of the classes. And that gives Bungie plenty of excuse to just sunset the entire thing. And we could just pretend that the shit never happened. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to remember why Revelry was so bad. Um, Aside from Crucible ability spam. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the overriding memory of it. I think the other half of it was the fact that the main draw beyond that was the Verdant Forest, which was just, you know, the haunted forest during the day, which no longer exists on the game files. I love, so. yeah, they, they, it doesn't exist and, anymore. And I, I get that. loved the Verdant Forest. It was so pretty. Oh, it was pretty. It was, I found Haunted Forest fun anyways. So it was like, oh, a Haunted Forest and I can actually see shit. Okay. Right. Yeah. Like, I just, I, I, I'm looking at Guardian Games and I'm like, it, it seems like nobody's really enjoying it. Why is this still a thing? You're telling me that we gave up Crimson Days for this? Yeah. Feels good, huh? Yeah. No. Especially considering. But. Especially but, considering. But. That Sammy didn't but, start. But. We are getting Rift back. So shut the fuck up. We're getting good things. They're just coming slowly. I'm. I'm We're getting Rift back. I'm going to be excited to have Rift back. So who cares if Sammy didn't do Crimson Days? It's fine. We're getting Rift back. Fuck you. I care. It's fine. We're getting Rift back. Rift is a hundred times better than Crimson Days. Like, I was crushed as fuck that we didn't get Crimson Days. There, Go back to other episodes where I talked about it and like literally cried. Like, I'm still emotional that we don't have it. But Rift is fun. And I miss it. Like, definitely check out one of the episodes back in, like, what? January? February. December? January, February. Like, I literally cried. We had to stop recording. Yeah. It was not a good time. Mm-hmm. Revelry was good. It was fun. Like, it, and and I, I know that a lot of the issue that was present with that one was just the grenade spam in Crucible. It was, it was literally, it was skip grenades from Hunter's. Yes. That was the problem. Yep. Fucking hunters. No, it was just literally that. It was skip grenades from hunters because mm -hmm. I changed. Elmist, I'm sitting right here, you know. <laughs> no, I literally changed to my hunter and used skip grenades just in Crucible because of that. And Because it was so broken. And see, I, I remember whenever I would come up against somebody who did that and I beat them. I would teabag the shit out of them. It was it was really toxic and awful, and it made comp really awful. It made everything not good. Yeah. So I can see why they took it away. But it was also at the same time. It was also when we had zero hour was out at the same time ish, and we got Arbalist out of it. And so yeah, I mean we got a bunch of good stuff, you know. And like I said, I, I understand the crucible aspect of why it was bad, but looking at the PvE aspect of it, I, I still don't see why why it was bad. Uh, aside from at this point, like you said, the the actual files are not in the game anymore. So I, I get They'd that. They'd have to 
Yeah, they'd have to like literally like re put the files back in the game and upscale them. There's no way they'd be able to do that. So, mm. and I get. I mean, that. we also got really nice armor out of it. That just sounds like a lot of work. And why dump all that work when you could just have bounty the event? <laughs> I mean, I'm ha- I'm having an okay time with it. I, it's kind of fun running it with friends and finding cheeses and <laughs> I mean we're not talking about them but people are finding them and ways to get your score up because there are definitely cheeses and ways to do it and Bungie will not be able to fix them before the end of the event because there's no way to do that so have a good time cheesing the event and making it totally unfun for everyone who's not cheesing it <laughs> so Good job, everybody. Good yeah, job. Yeah. Good job. Good, good, good times. Good talk. Um, so we're at the end of the season. How are you feeling about it? Did you actually finish the seal? Is there anything you're finishing up for the end of the season? Question mark. Do you want to go first? Because Randall? the season ends in like two weeks. Which surprised me when I looked at the calendar. I'm like, how is it? We're recording this on the 8th. Like, how is it the 8th? The season starts the 24th. Yeah. It's in like two weeks. I feel like there's a couple things I might be able to try for the seal. Not sure if I'll actually get it or not, but I'll certainly try. Anything specific or are you just going to try? We'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm I could give it. <sighs> I've been working a lot and there's been all kinds of weird shit um, in terms of the shifts that have sort of prevented me from playing as long as I like. So I can try, but I don't have the most confidence that I'll be able to actually get the seal done before the season's over. I'll give it a good chance, but (laughs) still very up in the air. That makes sense. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Alamis? Is there anything? As for myself, I already have the the seasonal uh, title. I'm still like one triumph away from the Witch Queen title. Uh, is that Gumshoe? Like, okay, okay. I have a minor rant on that. Okay. Oh, God. Here we go. They had so many better options for titles for Witch Queen. Like... <laughs> Neon Nerd. Imagine if you would have a title named Neon Nerd. Everybody would want that. What what would you call it? Neon Nerd. Neon Nerd, the same shit that Imaru calls us. Yes. Listen up, Hive. Ghost, this is first Ghost Imaru talking shit on the Guardians who are coming in, those Neon Nerds. Exactly. That would be actually a really cool title. Right. I would totally want that right. title if it was Neon Nerd. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, and it it's it's based on. It was lore. Yeah, it's based on lore. It's based on yep. Imaru. Like, you go do a patrol on the throne world. The biggest dick. And <laughs> like, it was a missed opportunity. That's that's all I'm saying. I would want that title. That you get it, and then he calls you that specifically after you get it. So it would have to be a thing similar to... It would trigger it it after you earn the title. It would be like the veteran dialogue. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. like veteran dialogue or when you chose sides. 
uh, whether you were siding with Vanguard or with the Drifter. Yeah. He doesn't call me snitch anymore, and I'm still really upset with that. I'm upset about that, too. <laughs> I chose his side, and he still called me snitch. <laughs> yeah, I know. You went against him on another character, didn't you? Uh, well, yeah, I wanted the lore book. <laughs> but... <laughs> what did it cost? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> but no, so, like, I've, I'm... Still one triumph away from finishing off Gumshoe. And a lot of that is just grind Wellspring on different days to get red borders of the weapons. Mm. Right. Like, I just, I've got better things to do with my time. And I am currently, as of recording, one triumph away from finishing off the Vow of the Disciple title. Mm. And, like, it, it is the easiest triumph to get done like it's just i'm gonna get it as soon as my team gets together like there's gonna be five or six of us that just pop all of a sudden because the actual like challenge for the week is don't lose that initial buff while you're doing the the six totems for rolk and if you do everything right you're doing that anyway so my team's gonna be getting that this week nice and I just, I, I can't, I have three more GMs that I, I haven't done. And they're the, the hardest three. And I just, I can't bring myself Which to do those? Glassway, Lightblade, and it, it, it's, th this isn't the hard or hard one, but like Scarlet Keep. I was. Scarlet Keep is hard. Well, I mean, it is hard for a Grandmaster, but. I think it's more just that it's annoying rather than well, like overall difficult. Well, and like I I almost had it done. I was in the last five minutes and then I got booted out. Oh, so it's also the memories. I error coded. It's the bitter memories of. Yeah, like I, I error coded and my two teammates were like, where'd you go? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. Well. Looks like I'm not getting this. So, like, I, I just, I, I don't know if I'm going to be getting Conqueror. I just, I'm having a hard time caring about it right now. Yeah. And and Fair. my schedule is so booked up on a weekly basis that I'm just like, I, if I don't get it, I don't get it. So, it's weird to hear those words come out of my mouth. <laughs> it is because you're the collector and you you want everything right so it is right? weird to have you be like eh. yeah it's 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 really weird to think of elmist who yeah, like the fact that i always have considered you to be a completionist when it comes to that shit just going uh, yeah I'm, I'm i'm cool i'm fine <laughs> right like i told that to a few clan mates and they were like are are you sick are you all right What's wrong? Like, you're saying that right <laughs> now. And I'm like, uh, E, are you okay? Like. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm just, like, patting the your, like, forehead. Just like, shit, are you running a fever, man? <laughs> like. No, it, it's just, I've, I've gotten so busy. And I just, my hatred for Gambit isn't overcoming everything else. Like, I, I just, I, <sighs> I just, I can't do it. I like the new Gambit, honestly. Like, the new Gambit is fun, I think. But, like, what... But I like Gambit. But, like, well, no, so, like, what role did you have in Gambit before? 
Like, did you... The collector. Right. Usually. Right. Or the reaper. Right. So, like, nothing really but changed for you. I also was the invader, too. Like... They totally messed depending. up invading. Yeah, the invading is weird now. They they totally um, messed up invading. And that was a part that I did a lot. collecting and reaping is still fine. Invading is weird now, and I don't... It depends what week it is and like what they're doing in labs as to how invading is. Mm-hmm. Well, and and e- even taking you know the the special flavors out of it, just the basic gambit the way it is now, like it, it's just. I had fun invading. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't the one thing I absolutely had to do, but like whenever I did do it, I had fun. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I I can't feel that way anymore. Like it, I'm it's kind just, of the opposite of you right now. I'm enjoying Destiny, which is weird for me because I'm <laughs> usually like, fuck Destiny. Wow. I'm enjoying it because I'm doing it at my own pace and I don't feel pressured to do anything. I think it's because I took some time off and I kind of rebalanced my life. Yeah. And realized I'm like, I don't have to finish literally anything in this game. Like, I'm not pressured to do anything. I, because everything is so overwhelming. And I talked to one of my friends about this and sent him a screenshot of like my menu of everything that was flashing on it, of like how many unfinished quests and everything else. And he's like, I don't think it's supposed to not collapse like that. (laughs) And I'm like, I know you guys can't fix this, but this is out of control. I'm going to have to delete quests because I can't do this. There are too many like witch queen specific quests on here that like that don't collapse. And he's like, well, you can leave them and just ignore them. I'm like, no, I can't because it's too overwhelming. Like I can't because OCD. It's not like I don't have OCD. My neurodivergency sees it and I freeze up. And it's the same thing with I do project management. And so I have I use Jira for work mm-hmm. and the kind of projects that I handle, like we project manage that to like the minutia of things. And like the idea of project management is a good project is better than a perfect project. And you just kind of throw yourself into it because that's the idea of agile project management is that you kind of have to be able to be flexible and move stuff around. But so there's always all these moving parts. But when I see something like that and I'm like, "Ah!" like (laughs) I can't move anything around and it's not you can't organize it in a certain way. And so it's just sitting there and you're like, no, you can't do this. Like they yeah. don't collapse. You can't move them and you can't do anything. And like you're they're on weird tabs and they don't make sense. And you can't sh- you the fact that I can't move them and I can't search for them and I can't when they become too much, like my brain is just like, no, can't. I can't organize this. And so the organizer in me, um, the project manager in me is like no you need to delete this (laughs) like you either need to finish it or you need to delete it 
finish it, get rid of it, just get it the fuck out of here. Well, I just yeah. like I have problems sometimes if I have too many projects that need starting, like I don't know how to start them. Mm. Like and I think this is an ADHD thing. Is that if I have too many things that I need to start, like I stall out. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, that's right. um, I've experienced that. And yeah, and so like I just like start freaking out and so the start of new destiny years when there's just so many things that you need to do i get really overwhelmed and that's why i take like several weeks off at the beginning of seasons because i'm like there's too many things to do i can't like i literally just can't because like my brain freaks out because there's too many things to do um unless someone's like holding my hand through it like i can't do it and and that makes and sense so yeah, because I just like I don't know what to start with. Like I don't know what order to do things because the game is just like, do you want to do these forty six different things? I'm like, what's the order though? Because you don't give me an order. You don't specifically say you need to do this and then this and then this. You just throw a bunch of things at me and expect me to know what to do. Like there's not enough direction sometimes. So I just deleted a bunch of stuff and then stopped caring and it was really good for me. So now I'm really enjoying <laughs> Destiny now because it's like I just do whatever. So it's fun. Guardian Games is fun. I'm having a good and, time. And that's fair. Like everybody has their own experiences and and their own takes like Yeah. I like the SMG though. The SMG is fun. The SMG the SMG is unique because it is a 750 smg um and it is void so it procs really well with all your void 3.0 shit and it is the only 750 uh smg that we have so that is void so it's like the Icolos smg same rate of fire so it doesn't fire too fast so it doesn't have that rate of um fall off that 900s do and it doesn't have that really slow rate of fire that uh, 600s do. So uh, it fits really nicely within those two. Uh, my friend Claire told me about it. Ah. And was like really insistent that I go find a good one. And now I, because they changed the drop rate, I have like 15 of them. And I don't know which one is good. So I'm just like going through my vault. And I'm like, is it this one? Is it this one? Is it this one? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I fixed my computer. By the way, that's how we're doing this episode. Yay! <laughs> yeah, that 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 shit was really, really touch and go for a little bit. I only so... had one major meltdown. I only sat on my floor and cried once. So, for those who haven't caught, caught up, Orchid had some really severe issues with your computer you can actually go back and listen to our little lore episode on forerunner where we first brought this up um but I essentially she was it. trying to copy files to osu laser and <laughs> it just kind of died because i was trying to do beat maps and skins at the same time and it's Is a beta why mm -hmm. oh i got impatient and mm. it froze and it was trying to copy INI files and Windows freaked out and seized. And so the INI files got corrupted 
and it corrupted my M.2 drive, which is also my boot drive for Windows. So it corrupted mm-hmm. Windows and, and it wouldn't boot anymore. That's what happened. And what did we learn? Don't put Osu on my boot drive. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's your big takeaway from all this shit. Yes. Right. Okay. 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 That that's that's my bad. I assumed that you would have figured something more important there, no, but my I bad. Learned, don't put Osu on my boot drive. See, that's the thing to understand because for Orchid, Osu is love. Osu is life. <laughs> Osu is the most important thing, and so. When I got my computer working, I was trying to find the hard drive that had all my beatmaps on it, and I couldn't find it. And I finally had my meltdown that was building for the last, like, two weeks of the stress of trying to fix my computer (laughs) and just, like, finally lost it. (laughs) Which is, like, the stress of not sleeping and, like, not eating and... Like my computer not working, which I do like actual voice acting and have lines that I need to submit for um for uh, uh uh for a project that is a visual novel that's coming out that is being dubbed. Um and so like I had like actual like project that I need to finish that I have a contract for. <laughs> suddenly at least and then i couldn't and so i was like i'm gonna i'm fucked so (laughs) yeah but at least you got it figured out now yeah 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 but more permanently than the fucking band-aid that you had on that earlier yeah that was really bad but like better now taping your hard drive to the interior of the tower that's like at shown work? on the ICP computer that you have at work. I'm aware that that's at work. That shit still haunts my dreams. That's still taped, by the way. <laughs> that's that's not something to be proud of. It still works it, fine. It, re- it really isn't something to be proud of. Um, the person who services that computer hasn't been at our uh, workplace in two years because of the panini. So, um, yeah, she obviously. has not seen it. And <laughs> so she'll be here. In, she'll be here in June. So yeah, <laughs> she's going to, to see that. Then. She's going to see how you've taped an HDD I... <laughs> to the interior of the uh, tower. She's going to see that and go, what the fuck then. is this Mickey Mouse bullshit? I need to fix it before then. <laughs> Mickey. <laughs> like, she turns into the fucking angry video gamer. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> what is this bullshit? Why Why tape? Why not a zip tie? Come on. <laughs> Come on, lab developers. Get it together. Uh, anyway, I fixed wow. it. And thank you. Like a bunch of people had like an outpouring of help and suggestions. And like Taylor um from Spinfoil Theory Podcast really helped me fix my computer. So I really want to thank him and like recommend that you guys go listen to their podcast. It's really good. Thanks, um, Taylor. But thank you, Taylor. And thank you to Pens, who also helped me and was the one who suggested that it's probably my hard drive and I need to replace it. So uh thank Thanks, Pens. Also, uh, Pens Halo. 
I mean, admittedly, I think I said the same thing, but yeah, but Pence was the one who said it first. But um, so thank you, Pens. Also, or said it loudest. He said it loudest, but yeah. So thank you, Pens. Also, if this this is the common thing in IT. Somebody, the initial person suggests what the solution is. The end user goes, I don't think that's it. They get a second opinion. The second person says the same shit, and then they go, Oh, okay. No, I think a bunch <laughs> of people yeah. all said it at the same time. Yeah, Pens said it with the most descriptiveness. And Taylor is the one that like walked me through it, like the most recently, because I was talking to him when I was doing it. So <laughs> more than who said it, the thing that matters is that your computer, it's all once things. again, is functional. And that yeah. is fabulous. And That's what's really thing. nice is that work is the one that gave me the thumb drive that had Windows on it. And like made me the the Windows clone to like Aww. fix my computer at home, and like they didn't have to do that. But like um, our like really old IT guy was like, "Oh yeah, I got you. Like that's awful. Like let me help you." And I'm like, "What?" Like he's like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> he's like, "No, you're my friend. Let me help you." He's like, "Yeah, like I have this thumb drive. I'll totally do it for you right now." And I'm like, "Thank you." Oh, wow okay uh, thanks oh i'm gonna cry <laughs> it was really nice of him so not everyone at work sucks so thanks it guy at work it was really nice that's beautiful yeah he's really nice i it people can be dicks but only because you end users are stupid so when they're not <laughs> stupid we like those people no i'm not i like all of the it people at work they're all really nice the best one because you're not the a stupid i'm end not user. a stupid end user the best one at work is oksana who does all of our like oracle programming because i call her she's like she's like duh i got this and then she just like hangs up the phone and does some like weird fucking shit she calls she's like i fixed it and then she hangs up again and i'm like fuck <laughs> Like, I think there's a couple people at data center at my work that are exactly <laughs> like this. You call them, hey, um, this is the problem. You know, this end user describes that they are unable to locate this file. All right, give me 10 minutes. 10 minutes later. Yep, it's fixed. She does it with this really strong, like, Belarusian accent. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I fixed this. <laughs> <laughs> she hangs up. And then she calls me back. She's like... Duh, fixed. And, <laughs> and then she hangs up again, <laughs> and I'm like, "What? What did she program Rasputin like? <laughs> she is Rasputin. Well, bitch. No, like, I don't know. Well, no, like <laughs> she calls up and she's like, "Duh, fixed. What's fixed? Just fixed. fixed. Is there going to be a body fixed. somewhere? <laughs> just imagine if is there going to be a body somewhere? <laughs> just don't know. It's just it's fixed." Who knows? I'm just imagining like Saint just like walking up and just fixed. Just with, with Oksana, you have no, no idea context. what's fixed. Yeah, you don't know what's fixed. Just it's fixed. You have no idea. Fixed. Just fixed. What's fixed, Saints? Don't know. Just it's fixed. Like, the floor and the tower where I feed my pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> you just you hear perfect paradox, just like chunk chunk fixed. <laughs> 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 That's just Oksana. Like she's like super delightful. It's just like 
she's just super intense when she calls you on the phone. Like, oh, that's she's just very funny. Like, I feel like she does that when she calls me specifically, (laughs) not when she calls anybody else. Oh, that's beautiful. Like the accent just gets thicker when when she calls you. It does. I don't know. It's it's like she speaks totally normally, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm calling orchid. I'm calling orchid. Duh, I must take upon the visage. Yeah, Duh, he's fixed. <laughs> it's so very funny. I don't know. We have like she calls the lap and hi, is Orchid there? Yeah, let me pass the phone. Duh, fixed. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Mm. Um, really quick, we watched the F one Miami race. It was fun. Yes, fuck everyone who said, "Oh, this race is boring." This race <laughs> sucks. I enjoyed it. Whatever. I thought it was like kind of cringe with the football helmets at the end, but you know, right? Carlos like- Sainz took his shirt off, so <laughs> I'm fine with it. <laughs> Don't even at me. It was great. But yeah, it it was super good. And as ever, you know, we do watch the races in our Discord over at Lorehub. So should you ever wish to join in, all you got to do is ask. Yeah, uh, we we always welcome people who want to watch. And we watch them live every single time there's a race. So mm-hmm. even at stupid o'clock in the morning, especially even at like five in the morning, we watch, especially at stupid o'clock in the morning. We're all there and we're all cranky and have coffee and cereal usually. Yep. Yeah, it's fun. Um, <laughs> there's one more point. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for all of your love and outpouring for Focus Fire Chat. We got a lot of comments on the last episode um from all of our kind of like thank yous and goodbyes for it and it meant a lot and especially we've got a lot of messages on twitter about it too and um it it means a lot to me as like one of the hosts and uh it just meant a lot to all of us so thank you yeah like yeah seriously like thanks so much and um Coming from Blue also, because he saw all of it, too. So thank you from him also. Yeah, that's it. Warm days and pleasant nights to him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to cry again. And restful nights. Uh, I'm going to cry. So I'm going to... Lord Network out before I cry. You got it. The Lord Network. Even in the darkest of places... The light will always find a way through. If you're like me, then perhaps you're looking for a more in-depth conversation about Destiny lore. Welcome back, Guardians. My name is Samlab, and I craft bite-sized cinematic lore videos. So join me each week as I journey through some of Destiny's greatest mysteries. You can find me on youtube.com forward slash Samlab. Stay safe and godspeed how about that lore network ad mm, was it good that lore network ad just the thing to get you up and moving in the morning better than a cup of coffee if you ask me did it warm the cockles of your heart yeah 
maybe some parts, you know, maybe some areas, you know, in the subcockle region. Definitely got me in my cockles. <laughs> Just got you in your jellies. He's a cock. <laughs> I feel it in my jellies. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> this is a brief intro into the topic. Uh, this is the Guardian Games 2022. I got the date right this time. Um, yeah, Orchid. <laughs> shut up. We're redoing this part because I couldn't read the date last time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is the armor pieces for the Guardian Games 2022. They are very funny. I hope you enjoy them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rendell, go ahead. All right. So this is going to be our first one that we're going to start off with. This is the Metal Mantle, which is the hunter cloak for the Guardian Games. It is obtained by participating in the 2022 Guardian Games as a hunter. The flavor text reads, Your reputation precedes you, like a disregarded warning. Prakesh was relieving himself against the base of the tower when his bodyguard, Tolnek, gave a sharp whistle. The bookie hurriedly arranged himself and whirled around to find a trio of hunters walking through the courtyard. Tolnik kept his eyes on the fire team while whispering from the side of his mouth. You're still unzipped. Prakesh scoffed. Worry about them, not my... Oh, Fannis too! Good to see him! The boogie suddenly shouted in greetings as one of the hunters approached. Come to put a few more engrams on tonight's matches? The fire team leader rested his hand coolly on his sidearm his compatriots lollygagged in the courtyard, juggling knives back and forth. Actually, I've come to call off our debts, Althanus II said casually. Prakesh furrowed his brow. Why is that? Not liking to miss opening night of the games. The hunter shrugged. We've got better odds elsewhere. Tolnik's eyebrows shot up. Prakesh blinked slowly, as if he'd been slapped. In the courtyard, the two hunters began to bicker. They flung their knives back and forth with increasing ferocity. Prakesh recovered and continued nonchalantly. Yeah, sure thing, Alfie. He tapped the data pad on his arm. There. All your bets are off. The hunter eased his hand off of his sidearm. Thanks, Kesh. Behind him, one of his teammates yowled as a knife pierced his thigh. Alphanus too rolled his eyes. What the hell are you idiots doing? He shouted over his shoulder. He stabbed me! The injured hunter hollered. Not my fault you can't catch, his juggling partner smugly replied. The wounded guardian ripped the knife dramatically from his thigh and held it aloft. Shatter dive! He screamed as he launched himself at his assailant. 
the pair fell to the ground, wrestling over the bloody knife. Alphanus too dove into the fray, trying to break it up. Their ghosts materialized above them, shouting in tiny voices. Tolnik shook his head in disbelief as the trio rolled around on the ground, spamming one another with melee attacks. Prakesh leaned over and muttered, Let's find out who's biting our business. We may need to send a message. Tolnik nodded slowly. I'm on it, boss. So Tolnik and Prakesh make a recurring uh, appearance. Yay! They were the guardians who were taking the bets from last Guardian Games. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, when you read, you know, you're still unzipped, I, I had to do a double take. <laughs> That's right. It bears mentioning that Elmist has not read these yet. And we have. Yeah. <laughs> Rindle and I have both read these, and Almas does not. I, I've been the slacker. For once. Um, <laughs> so, like, I hear Rindle say, you're still unzipped. And I'm like, XYZ, bro, what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, uh. Oh, but yeah, so we see that Prakesh is uh, starting to lose business. And then hunters start acting like 12-year-olds. I mean, not all of us act that way, but, you know. No, the, the leader wasn't. <laughs> but two-thirds of that team was. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fair. <laughs> but the real question remains, who or what is cutting in on Prakesh's action? Hmm... Yeah, that's that's the big question. Could be anybody, but it probably Could isn't. Be. We're just going to have to continue on to find out. Can I yeah. say that watching or imagining the hunters in the back just like losing their shit and throwing their knives everywhere is such a hunter thing to do <laughs> because last time right? they were fighting in the background like i we need to set the stage from last time they were fighting in the background and we had um the voice acting talents of sassy person i mentioned earlier in the podcast <laughs> um yelling hunters rule fuck face <laughs> When we release this with, um, <laughs> right, when we release this with Destiny, yeah, with Destiny Lore audio file, uh, last year, and um, they were edge lords. They had just the hunters were they were super edge lords, and these guys are just like fucking children, but they're all still kind of edge lords at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> they're like edge lords in like the um the junior high sense of the word, like. They think they're all tough, and they're just, like, showing up in their fucking AFI t-shirts to class. Oh, yeah. They're just, oh. It's, like, the 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 interaction between the two in the background kind of reminded me of, like, when middle schoolers first discover anime. Yes. Yes. They're the, they're the kids that are watching Naruto <laughs> or, like, or yes. Dragon Ball, and they're, like, Dragon Ball Z fighting in the background. Or attempting to Dragon yes. Ball Z fight in yeah. the background and They're failing trying to get miserably. to, like, power level 9,000. 
or fucking something well, like, like cuz like like right here you know the wounded guardian ripped the knife dramatically from his thigh and held it aloft shatter dive he screamed as he launched himself at his assailant like that is a straight up naruto thing yeah it really is <laughs> You just have the fucking, like, aura around him with, like, ice crystals and shit as he's it's, doing it. Oh, my God, right? The kid, I was going to say the kids. Like, they are... It's, <laughs> <laughs> the hunter is there with his two children. And the kids are, like, he's at... He's trying to do business at the store and has, like, his two fucking kids, like, fighting out... In, just wrestling in wrestling the background. Wrestling in the backseat of the car. Or whatever. Okay, okay, knuckleheads, break it up. Yeah, like that's what's happening. It's the exasperated parent <laughs> with like the two kids, like the two like eight year olds that have too much energy because they watched Naruto too much. <laughs> that's what this is. Oh, oh God, yes. No. The person who wrote this has kids at home, and because they're working at home, right. like cannot get away from right. them. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like I fucking cannot <laughs> should I continue yes. on let's, let's, let's continue on and this is the mark of metal it's obtained by participating in the 2022 Guardian Games as a titan the flavor text reads your reputation precedes you like the rumble of a lumbering beast and the lore tab reads, Prakesh sauntered into the bar wearing Felwinter's helm and a war beast leather coat. He wanted these guardians to know he meant business. Tulnik, his gigantic bodyguard, eyed the crowd warily. They approached a fire team of hulking titans, whose seats were crammed next to the bar top, obliviously blocking the way to the bathroom. Their hands clenched into meaty fists as the pair neared. At ease, Guardians, Prakash raised his hands in mock surrender. Next round's on me. The Titans relaxed, their chairs creaking audibly beneath them. Good to see ya, the Sentinel rumbled. Figured you was mad, cause we called their bets off. Nothing personal, he shrugged. Oh, of course not. Prakash replied as he squeezed into an empty seat between them. Tolnik leaned against the wall, arms folded across his chest. But it does make me wonder, the bookie continued, where you're taking your action. We got great odds from this really big guy, Sunbreaker said. Had a deep voice and a weird helmet. Oh yeah? Prakash said with feigned disinterest. Lots of people have weird helmets. Yeah, but this guy's the only one I ever met with four arms and no legs, the Sentinel said. His ghost must be a real joker. He had four arms? You're telling me this guy's Elixni? Prakesh shot Tolnik a frown. I ain't licking nothing, the Sentinel scowled. Prakesh rolled his eyes. He was fallen. This was the Batsa district, right? The moment stretched on as the Titans struggled to catch up with the obvious. Oh damn, Maurice! The Sunbreaker finally exclaimed as the light went on, 
poker. That explains the weird porcupine dudes. The sentinel shook his head. I would have never guessed they were aliens. What great disguises. Prakesh pinched the bridge of his nose. Next time you place a bet, maybe try someone with a normal amount of arms, okay? The Sunbreaker nodded. I hear you, Cash. Forewarned is forearmed, right? Forewarned is forearmed. <laughs> God damn it. Forewarned is forearmed. There so many times I wanted to laugh audibly while oh. you were reading that and I had to hold it in, which just made it funnier. Oh. <laughs> you can't see it because I'm not a camera, but my shoulders were giving it away. Oh. <laughs> you telling me this guy's a Lixney? I ain't licking nothing. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> So I do want to point out a couple things about this. Um, if we have forgotten since last year, um, Tolnik is an ex-Corsair. I just want to remind people of that. Mm -hmm. um, and also that um, Prakesh got Felwinter's Helm from the Warlocks last year as their bet. Because the Voidwalker was the one that was wearing Felwinter's helm. And that's what he wanted as mm -hmm. part of the bet. The one who was trying to flick her hair all dramatically. Even yes. Though she was still wearing the helmet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the line, it was from Phoenix's Fire, which was the um, Bond from last year. <laughs> um, yep. Because Prakash called out, looking sharp. I love the bird hat. And the Voidwalker says back, this is Felwinter's helm, jackass. The Voidwalker fired back. Probably costs more than your sparrow. <laughs> um, right. And because... And then, and then one of her is... teammates basically puts that up on the chopping block. Exactly. Much yeah. to the Voidwalker's chagrin. Mm -hmm. And they said double or nothing on Guardian Games Crucible. Yeah. Yeah, because yep. you well, have and, the, and the cash to pay your debts. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. You would especially know that because you were the Voidwalker in Destiny Lore Audiophile. <laughs> I was the Voidwalker. Well, like, mm -hmm. it, it makes it even better because, like, the Warlocks did not win last they did year. Not. So it, it's continuity. Continuity. I love it. I love that they included this and they included it in the Titan one and not the Warlock one. So it's like cross-continuity. Right. It's even yep. better. Yep, so yep, 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 yep. I like it. Um, it's like an extended lore universe. What? Extended lore universe? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who knew? It's the ECU. What? Um, but we're finding out that it might be spider. Or at least some elixney, I mean. Some elixney that is forearmed and has no legs. Like there's a weird helmet and a deep voice. What other Elixni it has a weird helmet with well, four arms and no legs that we know that we've killed a hundred times. God no, we haven't. <laughs> we haven't killed Spider. We've dreamed of killing I'm Spider. I'm not talking about Spider. Who else has no legs 
four arms and a weird helmet. No. Who else? No. Who no. else? No. No. Who else? No. Is it Tanix? Could be Tanix. No. Wait, no. And you're coming along. And it's Tanix. It's Tanix with a steel chair. <laughs> Could be Tanix. Oh, God. <laughs> Could be Tanix. Just putting it out there. Could be Tanix. <laughs> the one thing that actually throws my suspicion to spider is the fact that oh, where is it yeah th- that explains the weird porcupine guys well yeah i'm saying that it could be it could be tanix i'm not saying it is I'm saying it could be we're trying to throw off well, and, your and scent elements i'm just trying to make you mad it's right there it's I'm right there to, i'm just trying to make you mad elements by saying it's Tanix. I'm not saying it is. It's Spider. No, it's no, no, no. Spider. If, if you... It's revenge for talking about palms as being trees and not grass earlier. <laughs> because fuck you. That's why. <laughs> we are looking for a shrubbery. Oh, my God. <laughs> um. No, if you really wanted to make me mad, you'd be like, oh, hey, two ghosts are going to revive Tanix. One to revive his original body, one to revive his exo body. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. We'd have two Tanix to kill. Yeah. And then throw in the nightmare of Tanix. Like, literally, you have a raid right there of just Tanix. <laughs> Oops, all Tanix. Oh, my God. Do you hear this narrative, team? Oops, all Tanix. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Oops, all Tanix. Give me Oryx's oh. um ship, but make it all Tanix. <laughs> oh god. It's just no. in the shape of Tanix's helmet. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Just give me give me the dreadnought. Make it all Hivey, but instead of instead of Oryx with his big feet hanging out at the end, just make it Tanix. It's Tanix. <laughs> it's Oryx with a Tanix hat. <laughs> flies in and when you kill oryx no tanix comes out <laughs> he's like miss me no no, no. it's <laughs> it's it's oryx with a tanix festival of the lost mask oh my god <laughs> yeah it's oryx with a tanix hat <laughs> i just want to fight tanix again in something else because it's become a meme because <laughs> well, like we personally you know what you know what orchid you know what you what you do to make that happen work at bungee do what i did <laughs> Wait a while. <laughs> wait well, a while. Like, we personally have killed the fucker like four different times. I know. We just need to wait and then we'll do it again. Yep. Because they, I think they find it as funny as we do. <laughs> right. Tannis is just a fucking cockroach at this point. Like. Right? I, I think I find Tannis to be a joy. <laughs> anyway. Um, you're you're the kind of person who actually tried to... to get a circus going with the cockroaches weren't you no i don't like cockroaches i find them icky Uh. (laughs) i'm gonna read this next one please do yeah this is the final one this is the metal bond how it's obtained by participating in guardian games as the best class the warlocks just putting it out there Warlocks, get your shit together. Your bias is showing. Warlocks, get your shit together. Come on. Your bias is showing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> because I'm a warlock. There's no bias <laughs> to be had. It's just true. 
yeah, you're all the proof that we need. Exactly. God, thanks. <laughs> it's obvious. Jeez. Labor text reads. Your reputation precedes you like a hint of perfume on the breeze. God, warlocks are insufferable. Prakesh and his awoken bodyguard, Tolnik, had been watching crowds of betters come in and out of the Elixni quarter for an hour. Clearly, whoever was stealing their business was gaining momentum. The bookmaker spotted a fire team of warlocks wafting down the street like a perfumed breeze. He approached them with his most disarming smile. Hey, you guys are warlocks, right? Prakesh feigned a slight bumpkin accent. The leader, a shadebinder, held out his hand and summoned a shimmering crystal staff out of thin air. What tipped you off? He smirked. His teammates posed smugly behind him. It was your, uh, fancy bracelets, Rakesh replied, pointing to the warlock's arm. That's a Celestine bond? Goober? The posing Dawnblade sneered. Neat. I just got here from the farm, Rakesh said leaning into his plucky yokel act. I want to bet on the warlocks to win the guardian games because you guys are obviously the toughest and most dangerous class. Behind him, Tolnik faked a coughing fit to hide a guffaw. You're smarter than you look, the Shadebinder sniffed. The problem is, Prakesh went on, I don't know where to place my bet. Do you know of any bookers around here? The Dawnblade rolled her eyes. They're called bookies? Wow, Prakash replied. You guys sure are sophisticated. Just show this to one of the fallen, the Shadebinder offered, and they'll point you in the right direction. He handed Prakash a scrap of paper. Now step aside, he continued. We have to meditate on the nature of unbeing before getting drunk tonight. The trio pushed past Prakash, floating their way toward the tower. The bookie made a rude gesture at the retreating fire team and walked back to Tolnik. They looked down at the calling card. It was worse than they feared. Emblazoned across the paper was the emblem of a big black spider. So if it wasn't spelled out to you already from the previous entry... Spider yep. is casting his web. Yes. Now, now, my question is, like, is he actually in the city? Funny you should ask. No. So there was a tweet that Julia Narden, Nardine, I think that's how you say her name. She's one of the narrative people um, that work for Bungie tweeted on the 6th. And her tweet said, I have it on good authority from Avarok that he's yet to set up shop. After all, a spider doesn't catch flies by hand. That's what webs are for. So it sounds like he's not in the tower yet. Yeah, it sounds according like according to the narrative team. It sounds like he is working with a couple of his agents or yeah. some such as that. And then mm -hmm. using them to get all of this action going. Yeah. Makes sense. Oh, so the Celestine Bond is the one from um Season of the Splicer. Is that the Splicer one? 
I think it is, yeah. Uh, well, like it, it was released in season of the splicer, no, but I don't that's know. That's the one from. Um, that's the one that has fire coming off of it. That's the um, moments of triumph bond. Oh, that's right. The solstice that's bond. The solstice yeah. Bond, yeah. So Hunter adorned with that level of which fighting. happened during season of the splicer. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. I just want to point out that whole thing where um they hand Prakash the calling card and the lead uh warlock goes now step aside we have to meditate on the nature of unbeing before getting drunk tonight even in the prospect of trying to have a good time these warlocks have to be pretentious assholes warlocks are pretentious assholes like that's the whole point of being warlocks right I love how they just take every single <laughs> class and make them so much worse. Like, the Titans are just mm. dumb fucks, and the Hunters are fucking children. <laughs> the, warlocks the Warlocks are just there, like, oh, are pretentious yes. dickweeds. They're like, oh, <laughs> we have to meditate on the nature of being and unbeing, and then we're gonna get fucking wrecked. <laughs> Oh yes, don't don't hand me that sniff of whiskey or bourbon just yet. To oh. consume this without meditation would be base. And oh, after no. all, we are warlocks. We are Zovanze. <laughs> oh no, they are they are meditating on the nature of un. They're just telling people they're meditating on the nature of unbeing. And then they're just doing fucking like keg stands <laughs> and but they're doing it with like their fancy <laughs> warlock bullshit. They're doing like warlock like Phoenix like heat rising keg stands. Like <laughs> I would pay mm. to see that shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like Yeah. It's all it's all heat rising keg stands and they're using, you know. They're they're using their light in ways that it shouldn't be used. Well, at least the shade binder is keeping all the drinks cold, right? Shade binder pole dancing. Like <laughs> God, that was so cringe. This shade binder like, is the worst. They're all cringe. They're all cringe. This is a hundred percent cringe. These guys are the they were cringe last time. <laughs> Well, cringe cannot exist in a vacuum, so. (laughs) (laughs) If a warlock is cringy in in a forest and nobody's around, are they still cringy? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But no, like, it was fun to visit these because it it was a literal continuation of last year. That's why I love them. Yeah. I love that it was a continuation and it wasn't its own story. And I'm so glad that they did yeah. more. I'm so glad they did more. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm a big fan of this. And like, I hope next season we get more Fallen stuff. And I'm saying that because the team that is doing next season's um, quests and everything else is the same team that did Season of the Splicer. Mm. I'm not saying that's going to make this season really good, but I'm hoping that we're going to get more more bitter. 
I'm hoping <laughs> we're going to get like more things that are. Um, it it would be nice to, to dive more into the Elixney human interactions. Right. Now that the dust has settled on Splicer. Yeah. And and things have come to a kind of new norm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think it would be fun to dive into the, the Elixney interactions. Right. Mm -hmm. And especially since they're alluding to Spider here. Like, right. Mate, they're not just alluding to Spider. It's flat out, this is Spider's doing. Yeah. Calling card with big ass black spider in case we didn't spell it out enough for you the last entry. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, but, I mean, we get that you probably read that last one as a Titan, but holy shit. <laughs> I was just wondering what kind of black crayon they used. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the black ones. They do not spark joy. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Anyway, um, so you liked all of these, obviously. Oh, they were great. Yeah. These, these are fun. These are very fun. As we get to the, did you like this part of the episode? And and they're not meant to be taken too seriously. No. Like, I like that fact. God, no. So, a lot, it, so much you, of the lore is so serious. Now, we need this. Yeah. Right. It's a breath of fresh air because the story itself is being taken way too seriously. Characters in in story or in game take themselves way too seriously. The players take themselves way too seriously. Like it, <laughs> it's, it's true. It's nice to have this goofy thing. It's so true. Just tossed in there. I'm wondering if it's because we don't have Cade anymore. That that's why we don't have those parts that are that we don't have that levity anymore. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. We don't have the character that's designated the comic relief. And in fact, I mean, we had several years where characters were grieving because they lost the comic relief. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, though, to say that Cade was just the comic relief would be a bit reductive, I feel like, because right. he was more than just that. I mean, he certainly was. Right. But I feel like he was kind of the moral center of the Vanguard, too. Like, he was. In that sense of, oh, you guys are going to say that you're not going to do anything about this you know, huge, evil, big bad that just showed up in our solar system. Okay, that's fine. I've got some stuff to do. Namely, stealing Eris Morn's ship and attaching this drive to it from one of my caches. Yeah. And, and and he was the moral center. Like, you had Ikora, who is, you know, mindful, but very into emotional reaction. And then you've got Zavala, who is so thoughtful on the other end of the spectrum that it's like, He's already thinking 10 steps ahead and what decisions now are going to mean. Cade brought that together. But at the same time with Zavala, he's thinking that far ahead. That means that you wind up with paralysis by analysis. Yes. Whereas Cade was like, okay, I, 
take a little bit of, of what Ikora is dishing out, take a little bit of what Zaval is dishing out, and I'm going to do my own thing. It, it brought balance. And it, I think that's, that's a lot of what has been missing from the Vanguard. Yeah. Um, that being said, yeah, I, I do agree. Just calling Cade the comic relief is, is reductive to his character. But whenever anybody thinks of comedy in Destiny, it's usually been Cade. Yeah, Cade is often the first thing that you think of. And it, he's he's the tragic comic. Like, when the Red War happened, he went on a suicide mission. Yeah, going to Nessus was the suicide mission. Yep. He went to Nessus to get a Vex teleporter so he could jump up to, to Gaul's ship and have at Gaul with no light, no way to res. He was on a suicide mission. No guarantee that it would even work. Right. He is Pagliacci. Anyway, um, so Rindle, you liked Anyhow. it too? Yeah. It was quite fun. I liked it too. It was fun. I hope they do another one next year. I, you know, I, a part of me really just wants Guardian Games to be over and for them mm-hmm. to just not do it again. But this seems to be like the norm and what they're going to do. Yeah. I was kind of hoping they would do different kinds of activities like jumping puzzles instead. Like fastest person to jump through fucking whisper or something but you know they're not going that, to see that shit would be cool and that would be more in line with like the olympics theme or like the perfect test bed for srl but they're not going to no but it would be a really good place to do cool things that are outside of the norm of destiny because i can do nightfalls not doing this i can do you know, yeah. I can do Crucible and I can do um, I can do Strikes and I can do Gambit normally. Why would I do them during Guardian games? The answer is I wouldn't. Bounties. So give us, so give us some like, fun shit. Like uh, Bounties, the event is not a thing I want to do. Like baking cookies is outside of the norm. It's boring, but I get pretty stuff in the tower is pretty and it's low key because everyone's off for christmas and you know hanukkah and stuff you so get to not see a whole lot is expected of fl- for you you get to see little bits of flavor text as you hand cookies to different characters that it gives you yeah. warm fuzzies and you get to throw snowballs well, and, and that's fun and and even more than that like it you're doing that grind while just playing the game regularly. Right. You're not having to do a separate playlist. Right. Mm-hmm. For for Guardian games, like you have to go outside how you normally play in order to actually do the event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like the EAZ for um, Solstice, which is like you're grinding for an armor set. And you get to do like a fun, cool activity because I actually like the EAZ. I think that's fun. Because I do too. it's yeah. different. And a- you get to do like cool hops and 
you get to melt a bunch of enemies and find the chests and it's neat it's a new thing to do for a limited amount of time Mm -hmm. and that raises the the novelty of the event and it leaves you with fun memories because then it's oh remember when we did that run in the eaz and i had no idea what the hell i was doing and saved myself from falling i remember i got lost in the parking garage and like could not find my way out and i was crying because i couldn't find my parking garage oh my god (laughs) that actually happened by the way Like I can just see Orchid in that parking garage go clicking on on keys like where's the exit? I spent three minutes in the parking garage being like, guys, I can't find my way out. I'm lost. <laughs> Isn't I just this imagine way? one of your no. teammates going, You dumb shit, Magoo. It's this way. Yeah, that's pretty much how it was. <laughs> if in doubt, just keep heading up. I just killed myself and then it dropped me on top of it. <laughs> So I did find my way out through death. Wow, Orchid. Death is not always the answer. Death was the answer. (laughs) I assure you, death was the answer in this case. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so... But no, I I do agree with that. uh, Yeah, I'm hoping they change it. Adding a new activity adds to the novelty of it, so then it makes it more enjoyable because it's not something that you're used to doing 52 weeks out of the year yeah. right exactly mm-hmm. so i mean with with guardian games it's like oh hey here's bounties to go do the the things that you normally do mm-hmm. whereas with eaz it's like oh hey this is something that you only get to experience three weeks out of the year exactly exactly yeah make make do Guardian games better, make it so that we have that unique thing that we only get to do for three weeks out of the year. I mean, I'm enjoying it, but like it could be more unique. It could stand to be way more unique. I, it's it's mainly like I'm having fun playing with my friends. Like we're making it fun for ourselves. Right. It's the game isn't making it fun. Like we're having to go the extra mile to make it fun which is fine yeah it on its own is not great yeah. no but we're making it fun so it's okay anyway um i really liked this lore book so yeah thanks for reading it with me guys this was good fun yeah it was it was good fun. times yeah yeah uh hopefully next year we'll get another good one we'll find <laughs> out what prakash and tolnik are up to <laughs> Will Prakash be relieving himself on the side of the tower again? Oh my god, why was he pissing on the side of the tower? XYZ, bro. I mean, you stand around in one area, you're drinking water, you're staying hydrated, you gotta let it loose, you know? You gotta gotta drain the ahamkara, you know how it is. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna go into special things, oh my god. Drain the Ahamkara. The audio for this episode was produced by you, Rindle Zevis. You can find him at Rindle Zevis or Draining His Ahamkara. The music and artwork for this episode is copyrighted Budgie. We're able to use it under their fair use policy because they love their content creators. I don't know how much they're going to love us after this episode. If you'd like to dive into Destiny lore on your own, you can visit ishtar-collective.net. 
They are the resource that we use to make our show notes. Thank you, Baxter. Thank you, Baxter. Thank you, Baxter. Uh, here are a couple of reminders. You can find us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore. You can find me at hey, it's orchid or elemist at I underscore am underscore elemist or Rindle at Rindle Zebus. I can read. <laughs> you can send us an email at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can leave us a review wherever you can leave reviews. They really help us. Um, what would really help us is leaving um, a five-star review on Spotify or just telling a friend because word of mouth is actually the best way to help our podcast. So tell a friend next time uh, you talk to one of them. So tell your fire team that you listen to this podcast that helps us the most. Yep. Warn your friends. What? Did you just warn say your, warn your friends? Warn your friends. There's a podcast warn. out there that's a lot of fun. They're all warn. a little bit crazy, but it's worth it. I promise you. Warn <laughs> your friends. <sighs> W-A-R-N. Warn. Jesus Christ. Okay. Join our Discord. <laughs> warn your friends about our Discord at discord.gg slash lorehub. God damn it. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can visit ko-fi.com slash guardians underscore lore. Every little bit helps. You can fund this nightmare. I'm sorry. <laughs> and we and we greatly appreciate Thank it. Thank you so much. Absolutely I, appreciate I, it. We really Thank do you. appreciate it. This was a, an episode. I hope you guys <laughs> had a good time. Because we really did. <laughs> Even if one person listens to it and had a good time, then it's a big success. <laughs> So, um, we will have a normal episode next week. A normal? Really? You want to make that fucking promise right now? No. (laughs) I take it back. (laughs) Thanks so much, guys. (laughs) Enjoy Guardian Games. Warlocks better win. But we're not going to because we're already bored. Okay. (laughs) Pretentious. Jesus Christ. Uh, Good night, everyone. Pretentious. Yeah, we are. It's true. Okay. Take care. Bye. Thank you. Otters. Are wet. <laughs> so are bones. Mm, oh, yeah. Your bones are wet. <laughs> You're straight up wet. Don't like that. Not thinking of that. Yeah, your bones are wet. They're sitting in a sack of wet right now. And palm nope, nope, trees nope. are grass. They are not Oh, I was gonna say I thought you were gonna say that they were trees and they're not trees, they're grass. Palm trees are grass. <sighs> but do they get woodies? <laughs> God damn it, Elvis! Elvis! No! <laughs> I'm stopping this podcast right here. <laughs> right, stop! Right, everyone. Stop! <laughs> <laughs>